Hi and welcome back to the channel today and especially to this video which I guess we can say is more of a special video today or a part two to the video I covered about two or three weeks ago on why the government wants a lot of the Dutch farmers off their land. I covered that in quite a lot of detail. I'll link that at the end so you can watch that if you haven't already. But this video will act as a standalone as well because it does link in with a lot of things going on in other countries around the world. So firstly, I have to give you a little bit of context here because straight away, as soon as I start talking about this topic, many of you will have already heard this is a conspiracy theory over and over and over again in the media. So I do have to give you some context to this before we start because there will be that preconceived notion that what I'm gonna tell you is just one big conspiracy. So let's actually spend most of today's video on the shared screen here so I can lay out all of the evidence and then I'll allow you to make your own decision on what you think is really happening here. So one of the things we keep seeing over and over again is things like the Great Reset is a conspiracy theory. Uh, the spread of the Great Reset conspiracy in the Netherlands, which is where we're going to be focusing uh, a lot of today's video around the Netherlands and other parts of Europe. Uh, BBC as well, you know, a, a conspiracy theory is born. Uh, the Great Reset, there's no such thing. But yet, here's what doesn't make sense. If you go to the WEF website, they've been talking about this for years now. Uh, and they actually, here's their slogan. There is an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of the CV crisis. To improve the state of the world, the WEF is starting the Great Reset Initiative. Okay, is starting, I've highlighted that word in red because apparently there was no such thing. And just to cement this in even further, we had this book, The Great Reset, that was written in July, or should I say published, so it was written a long time before that, of 2020, by this chap here, Professor Klaus Schwab. So let's just get all of this, oh, it's a conspiracy out of the way before we get into the next part, because I just wanna show you that what you're about to see is not a conspiracy, it's a fact. Now, before I go into what I actually believe, and again, it's just my personal opinion, is about to be built in the future in the Netherlands, I wanna show you what the mainstream media, or at least neutral media, is saying about the government strategy to tackle the, uh, again, it's been changed from methane crisis, now they're calling it a nitrogen crisis. So let's just look at some of the bits I've highlighted, the key points in red. As permits are paused, awaiting clarity on the implementation of the new measures, farms are refused expansion, building projects are stopped, and the construction of new roads is denied the green light. Now, of course, this is all regarding the closure of 11,200 farms by 2030. Now, in my last video, I showed you how many farms there were in the Netherlands and there were just under 11,200. So it doesn't make sense that they say they wanna close 50% when actually the numbers show that they wanna close 100%. Again, I'm leaving you to make your own judgment on that. Did they simply make a mistake by saying they wanna close 11,200 farms when there's only 11,200 farms? Or is there something else going on? So let's look at main sectors affected by this new nitrogen policy then. Since it's no secret that today's large-scale industrialized farming is based on unsustainable practices, 
Well, I don't know if they can make that statement uh, right now, actually. The Dutch government is hard at work targeting the agricultural sector. Key word here is targeting. And the reason I don't think this is a fair statement is because I don't think it's a fact that all farming methods that are used are unsustainable as um, a lot of these reports are saying. Some, yes, I agree, are unsustainable, but there are some that are sustainable. More generally, Dutch farmers will have to invest in fresh, sustainable agriculture solutions, cut down production significantly, and or simply quit farming altogether. If you think all this sounds like it'll be time consuming, expensive, and or fatal for Dutch farmers' businesses, it's because it will be. So again, this is a mainstream media report that they've done here. On top of this, specific initiatives are already in place to limit the nitrogen emissions in the transport sector, such as stricter speed limits on highways. Remember I talked about this about two years ago, how this would be one thing that would be implemented in order to bring down emissions. And the electrification changes at major Dutch airports. Again, we talked about this way back, almost two years ago as well, as to all the changes that we'll see in aviation and potentially carbon uh, limits and carbon quotas that each of us will get in the future. Even though plans and promises to invest in sustainable solutions for the future of agriculture are important, it won't be enough to slash nitrogen emissions to the extent that the Dutch government wants or needs to according to this reporter, of course. The truth is simple. The entire agriculture sector will have to shrink quite drastically. More specifically, the Dutch livestock herd will likely have to be reduced by one third. Well, that's what they're saying, but actually the targets look more like 70 to 80 to even 90% in some areas of livestock herds. According to some estimates, such drastic shrinkage will lead to as many as, here it is again, this is exactly what I talked about, 11,200 farms being forced to close down. Again, there are only 11,200 farms in the Netherlands. As part of this drastic change, the Dutch government is planning to buy out farmers as a measure to reduce emissions. So again, we're just recapping here so that you understand what is actually happening. And they're also talking about buying out farms by force. So this is if the farmers don't go willingly, they will buy them out by force. Further, many farms have been with the same family for decades, if not centuries, bringing with it a strong tradition of transferring the operation of the farm from generation to generation. Disturbing this tradition is not a popular move among most farmers. Really, really, I can't believe that many farmers would not want to pass their farms to their kids and would want them to be confiscated. I'm amazed by that. The Dutch farmers' protests have also gained international attention, notably from the far right, I hate it when they use this word, community, in the former US President Donald Trump and political commentator Tucker Carlson are among those who have shown support for Dutch farmers. So let me tell you then what it is that they want to build on this region where all the farms are. A group of institutional investors in the Netherlands have joined forces to present the Netherlands plus parts of Belgium and Germany as a single city network named Tri-State City. The project's supporters include property developers, pension funds, 
and the economic board here. Uh, no conflict of interest at all. I can't imagine why these organizations would want to support something like this. Dutch cities, the organization says, are too small to compete in what it calls the battle of the cities in which megacities compete for investment and talent. And this has been called up until very recently a conspiracy. Yes, of course it is. There is no such thing as the tri-state. Well, I did some digging and I found a lot of information on this. So there's actually a website. This is how ridiculous the media have become. It's a conspiracy. Well, there's a website, tristatecity.nl, and not just that, but if we click on some of these things, there's some pretty weird uh, symbolism here and, you know, maps and who do they want to put in this tri-state city then? Well, these international institutions, the EU, NATO, the United Nations, the European Space Agency, the European Police, so Europol, European Patent Offices, and you can see where they want to be positioned. You then have all of the UN parts of this city as well. And I kind of talked about these, these goals that they have here, the 17 goals. And on the face of it, they do look great. You, you look at this and you say, no poverty. Wow, fantastic. Zero hunger. Ah, oh, great. Uh, good health and well-being, quality education. Uh, you know, you've got all this sort of stuff you, you, you go through and you say, okay, yeah, all looks good, all looks great. But the fact of the matter is that if they were going to do this stuff, they would have done it by now. You know, no poverty, zero hunger. Or does it just mean for the wealthy nations that they're going to bring in these, uh, you know, 17 goals? Because there doesn't seem to be a lot going on in developing nations to bring this about. But this is what I really wanted to show you. For the people who say this is all a conspiracy, it's not true. Why on earth would someone have written this document, which I found online, in November of 2016, and it's called the Tri-State City. The Netherlands, Belgium, and Germany. This is a huge document which you can find online. You can do a search for it, it's called Tri-State City, a private sector place branding initiative. So you can go through, this is an enormous document, which is why I think, uh, it's ridiculous that people say that this is just, uh, you know, all made up. There is no such plans for this and, and everything else. Look at the size of this document. It is extremely detailed. Now, I'm not saying that they are going to make this. What I'm saying is it's a massive coincidence, if you ask me, that they've got these plans to bring this in before 2030. Will you think how long it takes to build a city of that size? We're already just about to go into 2023, that's seven years. I just don't think it's a coincidence that all of a sudden the Netherlands is the test case and they're driving all these farmers off their land. And if they won't go, they're going to be compulsory purchase ordered. And they want to do 11,200 farms, which is all the farms. You look at all this together. I know people say, Neil, you read too much into these things. You know, it's just a coincidence, yeah, as people always say. But I, I just don't think so. I think there is something going on here. I think the reason they're being so aggressive with the farmers and trying to say that, you know, they're, they're killing the world with their nitrogen and, and everything else, I think it's because they want to build this city. 
I really do think that's what they want to do. And we're also seeing all of these videos now, of these concept cities that are gonna be, you know, gonna be created. And I'm sure you've seen this one uh, called The Line. Look at what's happening to the city. Hold on, let me just flick back here. Look what's happening to the city. Can you see what happened to the city here? It's all been taken away and it's all been turned into this single line here. So as I always say, it's hiding in plain sight. It's putting all this stuff into uh, the media and movies and entertainment in order to prepare us for what is going to be coming in the future. I'm not completely naive and to think that all of this that they're talking about is negative. That, that's not what I'm saying. I do think there are some positives with all plans, but what I don't like is the way that they are very manipulative with the way they're bringing certain things in and they use the media to say that uh, people like me or people like many of you watching are uh, crazy conspiracy theorists, tin hat and all this other stuff they come up with for talking about these things. But yeah, only two or three months later, the media then spins it and says, oh yeah, by the way, that is right, but it wasn't what those people were saying actually, this is good for you. This is great. This is for your health. This is for, you know, your good education in the future. And it's for this and it's for that. When anyone with a logical, rational brain can see that a lot of this stuff isn't good for us. And we can see that a lot of these smart cities that they are, are talking about building will probably not be good for everyone. Sure, certain people will benefit massively, but I think a lot of people are gonna get left behind and there'll still be poverty, there'll be still be um, food issues. There'll actually probably be more of a lower class people who are in poverty, as it were, than ever before. What have we seen over the last two years? The middle class, the biggest bulk of people, has been shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. Whoa, where have they gone? Have they gone into the upper class? No, of course not. They've been getting their, their incomes absolutely squeezed because of inflation and everything else. So there's actually a little bit more to this story as well. So what they want to create is smart care, smart energy, smart society, smart office, smart mobility, and smart space. Now, do you notice the trend here? It's all the word smart. So whenever I hear this word smart, I always run away. Like when they try to install smart meters into my house. Yeah, that was definitely not happening. Simply because I just don't trust a lot of this stuff. I don't I don't know what this stuff is, it's so new. I don't know what they're going to be doing with this technology. And I wanna show you an example how it's been used negatively already. Uh, so this is a WEF article here. Uh, governance is emerging as a serious consideration when it comes to the use of advanced digital technologies to drive smart city objectives. And as we go down there, let's have a look at this. In 2020, as societies the world over struggled to respond to the spread of uh, CV, it seems Singapore had come up with an effective technology-powered contact tracing system. Hmm, okay. Citizens were required to scan a QR code with identification information whenever they entered a public place. Ah, sounds like the digital ID, which will soon become a CBDC. Thus enabling contact tracers to track down anyone who may have been exposed. While Singaporeans were somewhat skeptical of the system, the government repeatedly promised, yeah, we've heard this before, that information would be used for contact tracing only, of course. 
So when it was discovered recently that the police had been using the data for their own investigations, a crisis in public trust emerged that is still ongoing. And of course, why are people surprised when they hear this? Obviously, this stuff is gonna be used for uh, negative and bad things. To that end, the G20 Global Smart Cities Alliance was established to help cities identify and adopt foundational policies for smart city technologies, developing a policy roadmap that city leaders and administrators can refer to as a baseline for sound technology governance. So the next thing I did then was, I thought that's interesting that the, the WEF are pushing this G20 Global Smart Cities Alliance. I thought obviously they must be behind it in some way. So I thought let's have a quick look. Let's click some of these buttons. Let's go through and have a look. So let's just choose the first one here. Let's look at the model on open data. Oh, what a surprise. Look who is behind this G20 Global Smart Cities Alliance. It's a WEF again. It, it just makes me laugh. It doesn't matter where you look, they just have their tentacles in everything, which is why I'm so skeptical. And then when you look at all the documentation and policies that have been put out on smart cities, where does it all originate from? If you go back to the source, it's the WEF again. Agile cities preparing for the fourth industrial revolution, which is, don't forget, the convergence of human beings with technology. And they've been very open on all of this and what they wanna do and bring this about. And they talk about how we're gonna merge with the technology and uh, what was that saying? We won't even know what human beings are in the future. There won't be a definition anymore for human because we won't be able to put a finger on human as, as they say, because it will be so merged with technology. We'll have chips in our head and our hands and all of our bodies. And you know, there'll be biotech all in our systems and all that. I mean, I, I, this is not me saying this. This is them saying this. You can read it all on their website. The very idea of human being some sort of natural concept is really gonna change. Our bodies will be so high tech, we won't be able to really distinguish between what's natural and what's artificial. So you can see why I'm skeptical when things come up like the farmers and having to get them all off their land. And then it's, you see, oh, hold on, they want to build this tri-state city. And then you look at the tri-state city and then it's linked to the UN goals. And then you look at the UN goals and it's linked to the WEF and now the, all these other things. Uh, but it doesn't matter how you look at it. You go back to the source and it's, it's all coming from the WEF and this fourth industrial revolution, these smart cities and, and everything else around it. So sure, call me uh, a skeptic, call me skeptical here or whatever else you want to say. But you can't argue with the data and you can't argue with the research when you go back and you start looking through all of this stuff. It's pretty obvious to me that there's something fishy going on here and it isn't as they are saying. Why would you try and hide all these little things and say that the tri-state city, there's no such thing, it doesn't exist, there are no you know, plans or whatever, when any idiot, like, you know, I can find it in five seconds doing a Google search here. I found all of the documentation. So I think I'll leave it there today. Uh, feel free to go and do your own research on all of this. Verify what I've said here, because I do think you'll find it quite interesting and you'll take up more of a stronger side with the farmers when you start reading into all of these things and seeing that it just doesn't make sense. This stuff just does not make sense. Thank you so much for watching today. Take care, God bless, I'll see you tomorrow.